Hello, and welcome to another episode of Your Breakthrough with Wendy Guerrero. I have been uh, really hearing the word identity a lot in my spirit, in my heart, and I feel like the Lord is leading me uh, into a new series about our identity in Christ. And to me, sometimes this means a couple of things. Number one, he's he's challenging me, amen? He's saying, am I struggling with an identity crisis? Uh, crisis Lord, or number two, should I be uplifting and encouraging others through this? So I'm choosing both. <laughs> Sometimes I I have to struggle with identity crisis, and I know that uh, we all do at times in life, but I'm feeling really led to talk about how we are pressed, but our identity stays strong. So I want to pray to open us up. Father, I thank you that we have our identity in you. And you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I just ask right now that you would let this word land on good ground. And I pray, Father, uh, that you would speak through me. And I just want to be your vessel and be pure and holy before you and let your word flow in Jesus' name. Amen. So as Christians and as men and women of God, as, as ones who know who we are in Christ and whose we are in Christ, that our identity is fully in him. We need to come confident with this today. And I want to pray for that. That's my prayer over you, that that you would come away after hearing this message, feeling um, equipped, feeling, feeling challenged and feeling secure in who you are in him. But there's times in our lives when we are hard pressed, right? When we feel like we're under the gun, we're feeling like the heat, not the heat waves that we've been going through right now in Southern California, but when we're going through the fires in life as someone who knows who they are in Christ, how are we conducting ourselves during these times? Right now in California, we're experiencing horrific fires, horrifying fires. They're this is the biggest fire season that we've seen. There are things on the news saying that California fires are now the largest in the state's history. People are on edge and they're going on in numerous, numerous places in the state of California. It's record breaking. And the list goes on. The news is talking about so many different fires that are happening. I mean, there was hundreds of fires at one point last week happening at one time. And a lot of them were lit just by people that were not um, being responsible. And it's so sad, but sometimes those fires get lit in our lives. When people are not being responsible around us, when people are, are speaking ill will over us, or maybe they, they rub us wrong and start a spark. Are we being true to our identity in Christ when those things are happening? In this life, we are not promised to escape from fires, right? From tribulation or from pressures and from trials. As a matter of fact, in the book of John, chapter 16, if you want to turn with me there, if not, I can read that to you in John 16, 33. I want to read one verse together. It's a very familiar passage, but this one verse, this one promise straight from the lips of Jesus is the summary and the climax of the upper room message. Look with me at John 16, 33. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. He gave this message so that the disciples 
might have some peace in the world full of tribulation. In Christ, there is peace. He is peace. But in the world, it is just the opposite. Tribulations come, like he says. He is saying that these same he's saying that these same words to us today that they he was saying them to the disciples but he's saying them to us today they are for us when he says i have have i not told you that you may have peace you see this is what we are to be walking in through the storms through the fires if you will <laughs> how fitting is that we are to be walking through these times in his perfect peace because we carry that peace. It's our identity. It's part of us. Since we are in Christ and our identity does not change when we are facing trials, well, at least it shouldn't be changing, right? Sometimes we get the stink face on and we get ugly, but we don't want to change that. That's why these scriptures are so vital. Amen? Of course. We will be pressed. We will get angry. We will feel sorrow. We will get hurt. Picture with me for a moment the firefighters who are currently fighting the California fires. At times, they're surrounded by 200-foot flames. Sometimes they are in total darkness. The gear that they wear to fight these fires are called turnouts, those yellow suits they have on. A helmet, mask, boots, gloves, a neck cover, a light on their helmet, or hanging on their chest area. And the list goes on. They wear this gear to protect them. Why? Because our bodies are not fireproof. We are fragile without that protective gear. They do not leave home without putting their gear on or leave that station without putting their gear on. Plus, they are staying, staying super hydrated, I hope, and keeping tons of water in them. When we face these fires of life, he is our gear. He is our identity and he is our protector. But we have to remember to put it on and to walk in the identity that he's calling us in. Amen? We have to put those turnouts on or the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel shoes of peace. Amen? We have to remember to cover ourselves and remember to fill ourselves. We have to hydrate ourselves just like those firefighters do. We have to hydrate with his word, the living water, so that we can always be reminded of who we are in Christ. I want to look at 2 Corinthians 4, verses 7 through 9. I'm going to read that to you. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Verse 8, we are hard-pressed, yes we are, on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Amen. If we don't know who we are in Christ, our identity in Him, we are just might crack. We just might be on the verge of cracking under that pressure when those times come. I know I have been there, and I've, there's been few times that I thought, what would I do without my Jesus? I have cracked under pressure. We are cracked vessels, but we are still usable. Amen. Paul is saying that as believers, we are like a jar of clay. And the real treasure is actually within that jar. Our value is in Him or because of Him. I'm going to say that again. Your value is in Him and because of Him. God has made you the way you are so that we can do the work He wants us to do. 
in the book of Acts, verse 19, 15, God said about Paul that he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles. You see, Paul wanted to go to the Jewish people, but God chose him to reach the Gentiles. Now, can you imagine if Paul didn't know who he was in Christ? If he didn't grasp that, if he didn't realize who he was, that he was a new creature, if he would have just chose to go whatever way he felt like, if he wasn't in communion with God, he wouldn't even have gotten that very important message out. I used to be so very insecure and still sometimes I am, but I used to bash myself and even question God. Why is she so pretty? Or why is she so much smarter than me or thinner than me or better at crafts than me? (laughs) Stop it. We need to know that our very genetic structure is the, in the hands of God. Look at what he says in Psalms 139, verses 13 to 16. He says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Verse 14, I pray, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Verse 16, your eyes saw my unformed body, and the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Wow. David the psalmist declared that God is present at conception and at birth. We were made in the image of God and he has a special purpose for each person who was born. He didn't just design and form us. God himself planned and determined our days, verse 16 says. It says it right there. He loves you so much, precious daughter or, or, or son of the Most High King. He loves you so much. We are his precious loved ones. We need to walk in this, this knowledge and we need to tell others about it. We are his chosen vessels. We are jars of clay. Not the group jars of clay. <laughs> Amen. Stay with me. The important thing about a vessel is that it's to be clean, emptied, and available for service. Like my, my husband always says, My precious husband, I love him so much. He likes to say that we need to be fat, faithful, available, and teachable. You see, loved ones, we need to know who we are in him so that he might use us. This is by far the most important lesson in our identity series. I'm going to kick it off today, right now. We must focus on the treasure and not on the vessel. Paul was not afraid of suffering or or trial because he knew, he knew that God would guard the vessel as long as Paul was was guarding the treasure. Amen. I'm going to say that again. Paul was not afraid of suffering or trials because he knew that God would guard the vessel as long as Paul was guarding the treasure. Yes, God allows trials. Yes, he does. He permits them actually and uses them for his glory. Like it says in Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good. It doesn't say some things work together for good. He says all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. That sounds like us today. Sometimes our vessels can even get jarred so that the treasure within can spill out onto others. Right? 
maybe even enrich others again for his glory and always for his glory. He always gets the glory. Amen. I know that the things I have been through in my life and the things that others have done to me and the things that people have put me through over the years, most definitely the things I put myself through are all for his glory now. To this day, I'm finding more and more and more that it is not about me, but it's about the Jesus that dwells within me, that my identity is in him. That is what attracts the lost. That is what attracts the broken, the hurting ones, the prodigals, the backsliders who are so desperately in need to see their savior in living color. But they will not see him. They will not see him looking to the left or to the right. Amen. When we are walking in our true identity in him, they will see him in us and we can be that living epistle to them. Amen. Until I see myself through Christ's eyes and the way that he created me to be, until you see yourself a beautiful, beautiful jewel in his crown, a beautiful daughter of the Most High King, a beautiful a son of the Most High King, until we see who we are in Christ and believe it, they won't see it. They won't see it in us. So I just want to uplift you with that word. I want to challenge you with that. And I want you to know that you are so loved. And the more you grasp how high, how wide, how deep his love is for us and how he has made you and knit you together in his, in your mother's womb. And he had plans for you spoken out into the universe before you even came to this earth, before you even came out and breathed your first breath. Just know that he loves you and that your identity is in him. Be encouraged with that and your breakthrough is coming. It's right there. God bless you till next time. Your breakthrough is coming.